It's the Ned and Josh Christmas Cast. Welcome in to Ned and Josh's Christmas Cast, and we are bringing this podcast to you live. I am currently, uh, well, recorded live. I'm on the South Pacific Ocean heading towards Australia on the good ship Carnival Splendor, and Ned, you are in Tasmania. Exactly right. Uh, I am down in the land of Taz. Um, this is about as far away as the uh, show has ever been, but um, actually that's not true. Last This year you were in Toronto and I was in Canada. I was so in Toronto at one point, yeah. yeah so yeah. New Caledonia is not that bad. It's but pretty close. This is the first time, I think, ever that you and I have released something on Christmas. No, so there was one year where we actually worked Christmas Day. Oh, that's the radio, right. Yeah. The radio network, we worked Christmas Day. Yeah. But apart from that, every time we've ever released something on Christmas, and this is a good one to remember as a consumer of media, if you're listening to this, most likely recorded. It's most likely yes. that the team that are trying to say, we're here with you for Christmas, we don't want to forget about you, it's been recorded. Uh, maybe potentially sometimes weeks in advance. Do we want to say when this was recorded? Because this is about as close as to Christmas we can get without it actually being Christmas. Um, yep. So this is recorded on Friday, the twenty second of December. So that's not too. Yep. That's not too bad. We're definitely wanting to share in the Christmas spirit with you, but we're not yep. going to be doing a podcast on Christmas Eve. Well, here is the. Uh, this is the last day. All right. So tomorrow is my birthday. I'm going to be very drunk. Then tomorrow I'm going to be very hungover, and then the next day will be Christmas. So this is sort of the last chance we get to record it. Which is nice. Yeah, I did. I did. I, and that's <laughs> everybody listening to this needs to know. For the record, I suggested recording it on Christmas Eve, and uh, mm. that was what Ned. Just, it's Ned's fault that we weren't yep. as close as we could be. Yep. Yep. I was like, no way, <laughs> no, ch- <laughs> no chance that I'm going to do this on a Sunday night when my family's watching Home Alone or getting into a very entertaining fight. There's no way I'm going to be like, let me just go and do the podcast real quick. Uh, well, so speaking, I think we've done speaking the right thing. Speaking of all of that. I would like to ask you, something occurred to me today about Christmas that it isn't sitting right with me, and mm. that is that I have never, ever in my life as an adult witnessed an ugly family blow up at a Christmas occasion. I've never seen it. What? Yeah. Are you never, actually, are, is that actually no, serious? Like aunties and uncles. Like I've fought with my sister and stuff, but that's sibling stuff. I'm talking, I've never seen an auntie go another auntie or like, or like grandma say something that's inappropriate and gets everybody upset. Like I've never had that happen at a Christmas party. You know my history. And I oh, will no, say I, that. That's why I'm talking um, to you. Cause I'm because, like, you, because I'm going there tomorrow and I imagine a lot of my family will have like listened to this podcast. Actually, this will come out the day that they're ha- having Christmas. So I can say whatever I want. I will say I don't remember a time where that hasn't happened. So yeah, well, <laughs> and, and, well, and can- not with me and my sisters, but like legitimately. And I'm not going to call anyone out because, again, I really don't want them to hear this and get mad at me. But I've seen cousins and uncles, uncles and aunts, aunts at nieces, uh, son at fathers, fathers at sons. I've seen it all. I've seen the whole yeah. spectrum. And this is where I just, I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I'm missing out on the quintessentially yeah. Christmas experience. The thing I would say, though, is I've seen, the closest I've ever come is my nana, Rockin' Robin, who <laughs> we, we've actually been asked when she's going to be back on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but she called my step cousin fat one Christmas. She was like, "She was like, geez, you've been in a good paddock, haven't you, buddy?" And I was yeah. like, Whoa. "I mean, yes is the answer to that question, but no, <laughs> don't say that out loud. That's it's very harsh for him to hear." <laughs> I actually found a list of four things to say that might diffuse a uh, rude comment at Christmas. Oh, you tell fantastic! Me, I'll tell you all four. You tell me if any of these would work for you, because I well, I'll I'll read them out, and I feel like you'll get what I'm about to say. Um, so let's say uh, great uncle Grant has said something 
pretty off colour. Yep. You could say one of the next four things. What an odd thing to say out loud. <laughs> I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised you feel comfortable. Yeah, I'm surprised you feel comfortable to say that. <laughs> mm, very good. Did you did you mean to share that with the group? And the final, <laughs> would you mind repeating that? Um, oh, would you mind repeating that? Yeah. Is fantastic. If I said any four of those to any member of my family, even the twelve year olds, it would be my last Christmas. Hands. Down. <laughs> I had a good run, but unfortunately, I asked for it. If I said any of those four, that's starting a fight. I mean, the only the only one I know in my family that that would not work on is the "Would you repeat that, please?" If you said yeah. that to Robin, she would yeah. double down and say it louder. She would be like, yeah, I, "Yeah, okay." Did you have trouble hearing me the first time? You look like you've been in a good paddock. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. <laughs> Old people just go, "All right, here you go again." <laughs> Obviously, today, this has been released, Christmas Day today, um, and a lot of people will be organising themselves for a Christmas meal, be it a lunch or a dinner, perhaps even you're one of those families that does both, does lunch with one half and does dinner with the other half. Um, what do you What do you got on the menu this year, Ned? Um, I always, my family does uh, put on an enormous spread because we get like five families together, like the entire extended family comes together. It's like the, the things I can families of New York. You're the five hey, families. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're one of the five families of Tasmania, which <laughs> there is only five families in Tasmania. Hey, hey whoa. Make the hey. joke before I get a I'm, chance. A, I'm yeah, allowed yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, top of the list, the top three, I'll give you the absolute top three that I'm looking forward to the most tomorrow. Smoked ham. Hands down, my favourite meat wow, of yep. all time. Uh, closely followed by smoked salmon. Oh, mm. Tasmanian smoked salmon is the best thing I've ever had. And cherries. For some reason, my family always brings cherries and they're always off the wall. Okay. Well, that's good. You probably could have brought the cherries this year, given the fact that on the every single side of every single road in Canada yeah. at the moment, people are selling cherries. For some reason, <laughs> there's just an abundance of cherries. Um, so many cherries. I... Okay, well, I've just heard all of your options then. I what about you? I think I've I've definitely mentioned this to you before, but I think I'll mention it to everybody listening to the podcast for the first time. I absolutely, completely, and totally, one hundred percent, with every fibre of my being, disdain and hate roast food. Hate it. Yeah, I I know that about. I know you so, hate steak, and I know you so hate having any like br- a roast lamb and yeah. some roast, roast potatoes, and some, I I just don't get roast it. potatoes I mean, as well. Nah, I just just give me chips. I I don't understand. They are do, chips. No, but you know what I mean. I don't understand <laughs> why in the southern hemisphere where winter is hot for us, yeah. we haven't just massively adopted seafood as the default Christmas lunch, like some prawns and some yeah. like crayfish and I don't understand why we don't do that and we instead go for the old traditional roast roast lunch. So it's forty and you're putting very, very warm lamb into your head. I don't really get it. Yeah. I don't get it. No, and I, I agree. Look, I would say for the majority, we have adopted seafood as the primary dish, but to f- the fact that anyone brings anything hot is crazy. It's like bring- yep. it's like come- going to a party in the middle of winter and bringing four tubs of ice cream. It doesn't matter that there's other stuff here that's good. We've got soup and we've got hot cocoa. Why have you brought the ice cream? It makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> I find it to be... It ruins the day for me a little bit. 
And well, then what do you eat? If you don't like roast stuff, that's like 90% of what's there. So like prawns uh, and stuff? Like, yeah, I, I tend to go for, if there's a, if there's a sausage for the kids, like they put maybe sausage in bread or something, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get with that, you know, yeah. just because <laughs> there's no yeah. reason for me to be eating a full roast that's been in the oven for eight hours, yeah. like bit of beef. Do you get excited when they bring out the uh, the diced lemon as well at half time? Do you get excited for that or no? <laughs> the like, diced lemon? Yeah. You know, when you're like obviously playing soccer the way that you're enjoying the children's food. Do you get do you get a lot of fanta on Christmas as well or not so much? Hang on, hang on, wait, wait, wait. So, you, yeah, I get the, get the joke you're trying to make that I'm a child. Did yeah. you, did, did you, when you're at sports, they bring out lemon instead of oranges at half time? Oh, did I say said, lemon? You said lemon. <laughs> Now I understand why you don't play sport anymore. That sounds horrific. That sounds like a form of torture. <laughs> okay, Ned, what do you think on the top of your head right now is your least favourite Christmas carol? What's the one that annoys you the most? They're all bad. I don't no, know. No, no, and that's um, what I'm saying. I want you to like we Christmas talked about songs? this the other No, we talked about this the other day, like the Christmas carols are just silly, but what what yeah. is your least favourite one? Like are we talking songs or like uh like uh, holy night! Like so carols, carols, or songs. carols are those ones. But yeah. uh, Chris, okay, give me both. Give me a, the okay. Christmas song you like the least, and then the Christmas carol you like the least. I mentioned it in the podcast before, but but the Paul McCartney song. I don't even know how it goes, but the one that goes, uh, "Simply having a wonderful Christmas time." That one, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be my. That's when I get to hell. That's what they'll play for me nonstop, over and over and over again. Yeah, yep. carols. I don't know. I feel like Carol- hating on carols is somewhat very grinchy because it's like people coming to your house and singing or like people getting together and singing. Mm. It's like, I, I respect the community aspect of it, but for me to be like, <laughs> I guess I hate Holy Night. If I had yeah. to pick one, ho- Holy Night's pretty bad. Are you talking about Silent Night? That's the one. There you go. The yeah, good. So we have what, yeah. So we have the same same car- Carol that we hate the most because I hate Silent Night. Yeah, it upsets good. it upsets me greatly. Yeah, yeah. Um. Probably. All I want for Christmas is you. Is my Christmas song that I hate the most, but that's yeah. only because I've heard it too many times. I just have yeah. heard it too many times. Yeah. Um, too, too many uh, vocal uh, aerobics in that one to really get into it. I think. Mariah Carey really wanted to show you her range. The reason I wanted to ask you any of this, though, at all, was because I have discovered the Christmas carol that I find to be the creepiest. And that is its own subsection. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know the Christmas carol that goes... Carol the Bells. I know well from Home Alone. You know that one? I know it very, very well. (laughs) That is the creepiest song... I think it's ever been put out in the guise of being for a good, exciting reason. Like it's meant yeah. to be a Christmas carol, and that sounds mm. like people are, are coming to coming to get you. Like it's, ter- yeah. I hate that song, and I heard it the other day of all places yep. on the cruise ship in the in the casino. They were playing that, and I'm like, yeah. what is what is happening? This is the creepiest song I've ever heard, and maybe because I am a Grinch. It's hands down my favourite Christmas song. <laughs> Other than Last Christmas by Wham, because it's, that's more of a George Michael song than a Christmas song, uh, Carol of the Bells is hands down my favourite song. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. That's why I like it, I think. It's it's when like, they yeah. put the carolers on top of it, like the orchestra voices, yeah. it's just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you are playing that at your Christmas party, that you're having your family out or anything, and there's any kids there under the age of 10, don't play that. Don't play that one. And I say, do play it, and then go and dress up as the Grinch and run out and scare them all for the rest of their lives. (laughs) (laughs) It is the Dead and Josh Christmas cast, and it wouldn't be the whole cast without welcoming in Michael. Michael, how are you doing this fine Christmas day that we've already disclosed is actually Friday the 22nd of December? (laughs) Yeah, the secret's out, Michael. Yeah, so far, the the Christmas day, from what I can foresee, is is (laughs) lovely. Um, (laughs) That's as as much as I can give you at this point. How is everyone's weather's looking Christmas-wise? Because I got... Mine's like about 24 degrees. It's not yeah, hot, my, really. Yeah, mine mine is very similar. Adelaide's got about a 24 degrees. I think it's now... The forecast went from partly cloudy to windy now. So I've got a windy Christmas ahead of me. Yeah, and, for me <laughs> and for me, I actually don't know where I'm going to be. So I can't pinpoint exactly <laughs> what the temperature's going to be there. I yeah, assume nice. it's going to be salty. I'll be able to... this be some sea spray. I'll be able to vaguely taste salt. Have you been finding that you've been wiping your head and getting, like, salt residue on it, or...? No, no, because this is a modern-day cruise ship, and I've been inside <laughs> most of the time, but... And I also don't think that even happens when you're on the salt plains, so... Yeah, you're true, yeah. true. Disregard my stupid question about the ocean. <laughs> Michael, speaking of stupid questions, you yeah. messaged our group chat to say you had a bit of a question you'd like to ask us on the pod. Yeah, I th- if if this ends up becoming a recurring theme on the podcast, because I'm going to keep asking the question, am I a scumbag? Um, yep. Because mm-hmm. uh, the question I have it, it is Christmas related, is am I a scumbag for this Christmas because every single gift that I'm giving this year is not from me and me alone. I am all giving in a group effort. So I've got <laughs> gifts for my mum, my dad, my grandma, and the family Christmas Kringle that I have gone in with my sister on for the entire, all of it. Every single one of them, we've teamed up for our presence. And also, to be completely honest, they have also been very acutely aware that the last two months, Christmas has not been on my mind. So they've Mm -hmm. wanted to help out as much as they possibly can. But the, the fact remains is they have helped... They've helped source a lot of the gifts. I have provided money for said gifts. Nice. So you're, you're yeah. doing essentially, once again, that's the question I was going to ask. So basically, there's been no Christmas shopping by you. You've just contributed financially. Pretty much to the point where, okay, and my sister is definitely listening to this right now. My mum wrapped my gift for my sister for me. Mm. Yeah. So that's already <laughs> no, that's done. That's you just hand that over. Yeah. I, I always hand over wrapping to other people if I can because I'm not good at yeah. it. So, I, yeah. Um, there's a point where it's cute that I tried, and then there's a point where you get to a point where, in age where it's sad that you can't yeah. do it. So, it's like, how do you get ready in the morning? If you can't handle this, it's paper and sticky tape. What are you doing? Yeah, across your across the bridge of it's cute that I tried to. Yeah. It's just pathetic. So, what are you I don't doing? Even try this is anymore. so sad. Yeah. Uh, Michael, any of the gifts that you've contributed to been under $100? All of them are under a hundred dollars. Um, scumbag, yeah, none of this is, yeah, none of this is acceptable. Boy. Yeah, oh fire out, Michael. I guess someone doesn't love their family, huh? Not wow, money ways, wow. anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And they, you said they were doing you favors as well, huh? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, look, I think even combined, when to be fair, actually, no, I'm going to throw my sister in this as well. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, I, typical scumbag behaviour. <laughs> so go for it. Bring others down with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the combined gift giving for me and my sister to my parents, I think collectively doesn't quite hit a hundred dollars either. Um, cool. Um, so so 
I'll say to you what my father has said to me many a Christmas. What do you contribute to this family, Michael? <laughs> what do you bring got, to the table? On. Ned, isn't that one kind of evergreen for you? Doesn't your dad say that all year round? I'm saying it. I'm just saying this because it's the Christmas pod. Yeah, it's it's a. I get it weekly, <laughs> but like I'm just saying because we're talking about Christmas. <laughs> oh, my dad says on Christmas too. <laughs> but yeah, Michael, uh, it seems like you are. If this was a company. Unfortunately, here is your payout. You are no yeah. longer required. I've already received one of those this year, but that's fine. Yeah, I was going to say, very familiar feeling for all three of us. Hang huh? on, wait. You got a payout? <laughs> I feel like in everyone's life, um, and I really don't want this to be once again another very privileged take, but I feel like everyone sort of has one Christmas where they got so much more than they expected. It's what I call your jackpot year, where like you got everything on your list. Santa came through and then some. You got like things that you didn't even ask for that you were like, oh my God, what's? I must have been the bestest kid of all this year. This is amazing. So we're talking jackpot Christmas. Um, do you have yours off the top of your head? What was it? Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. So my jackpot Christmas, I can't even remember what year it was. I actually have it written down because I did an itemized list of all the things that we got because I remember being like, what's happening? <laughs> like, is someone dying or like, is mm. this is is this our last Christmas? We yeah. got, um, so for the family, we got a trampoline. Pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Then a PS2 as well. That was a Holy huge hell. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I also got a bike. So it sounds like we had nearly the same jackpot Christmas in terms of the time that it happened. Would you say your jackpot Christmas is around 2003, 2004? Yeah, that's what I was like. I yep. don't know, but maybe 2005. Well, from 2005 and six, I was in Spain. So it must have been four. We got a PlayStation 2. Yep, rad. I got a bike. Mm-hmm. And we got a brand new family computer. Wow. So and back in the tra- day, yeah, yeah to, to know how, how important a brand new family computer was, oh, super important. If you don't really get the relevance of that, then yeah, you're younger than the age of 25, I think. Yeah, we traded. So I got a trampoline, you got a computer. But if you didn't have a family computer, you couldn't get on the internet or you would no, wait for school it. or you would go to the library or something. Like that was it. You had no way of getting on the internet without a family computer. So that's a very good year. Can you, can you, let's go into a bit of childhood psychology now. Can you mm. trace your jackpot question, uh, Christmas to any particular reason? Was there something going on at the time that you're like, that's why we got that? Oh, <laughs> it's what I just said. I actually have never, ever put these two dots together until you just said that. My parents absolutely knew they were moving us to Spain for two years. And I, and me and my sisters did not want to go. Mm. So they essentially bought us all this crap for the house that I couldn't take with me. I couldn't take my bike or the trampoline. I don't even think we took the PS2. So uh, well done, but that actually lines up perfectly. It was the year before we moved and no one wanted to go. So that's probably why. (laughs) So my jackpot Christmas, my jackpot Christmas, and I'm not making this up for comedic effect, was the Christmas after we moved from Victoria to South Australia. There you go. It's a move. Sitting, in, my, sitting move. in our new house with no friends, but the coolest stuff that I've ever owned. <laughs> it was. It's literally, that's exactly what that Christmas is about. So to any child listening to this podcast right now, if you've had a Christmas, if Santa's come through in a way you could never have anticipated, pack your bags because you're probably moving across the country. That, that can be yeah. the only thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Unless Santa has got you like something that is permanently in your back. Unless Santa's got you a clothesline, chances are you're moving. <laughs> yeah. ask, ask Santa to get you timeshare in a specific place close to your house. That's what you want. That's what you want. Otherwise, you might be moving at any point. <laughs> 
All right, that brings us to the end of the Christmas cast. We have done it. It's in the bag. We technically were at Christmas Day. Good on us. We're heroes. Put it away. Put it in. Unfortunately, uh, not a lot of money coming in, so we can't claim like holiday pay. Uh, no, the pay is triple the pay. time. Unfortunately, yeah. Working for corporations sometimes is rad when they give you extra time on Christmas. <laughs> well, no. The reason we did this podcast was because we wanted to shout out the people who would be going to work like a normal day. So we're wanting to hopefully yeah. give you something to listen to on a Monday morning as you're driving to work. Um, but if you are one of the people that makes the trains run on time during Christmas, thank you very much for that. You're uh, a hero. It's much Dead appreciated. Set. And in fact, I remember the. The year that we had to work Christmas, Ned, you and I uh, went and had a Christmas lunch afterwards that was a servo sausage roll with a mm-hmm. little packet of sauce. So, mm-hmm. the fact that that was a thing would not have been yep. possible without somebody else working on Christmas Day. So, thank you that very much. Guy, that guy, as sad as we were getting a, uh, I think legitimately the meal I got was a Mountain Dew and a, and a pie and you got a sausage roll and a Red Bull. Um That guy was pissed because we were there <laughs> and he was it, still doing his job very his- well. But he seemed mad. So if you're in if you're in the vicinity of Narang in Queensland at any point this Christmas, <laughs> get down to the petrol station and get yourself yeah. a sausage roll because it is a thing of beauty. It's the way to do Christmas lunch, I believe. I cried into my pie, so I disagree. But uh, yeah, extra look, salt. Certainly... Extra salt. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need it. Uh, it's pretty heavy with sodium already, <laughs> and the tears tasted ever so sour. So yeah, I'm good to not do that again. But I'm glad that we did it together. I'm glad I had you. Let's just, oh, yeah, let's just family. say thank you very much, mate. And thank you very much to uh, Michael for joining us on the Christmas cast. We are going to be back uh, on the 28th with another podcast. We are going to give ourselves a little bit of a break. Uh, and then, do not forget, we're going to give you some details as well about what the New Year's Eve podcast is going to contain. Because this is going to be more of an experiment than a podcast. And I am so excited about it. I'm so excited because I have some ideas that you are not going to like. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> we will all look forward we'll to that. S- We'll siphon those out. This is what I mean. I don't want to say it now because I don't want people to get excited about a bad idea because they always do. But there is some things I'm going to definitely run by you. So let's see how loose this show ends up being. Oh, dearie me. All right, we're going to work all this out in the lead up to New Year's Eve. You have a fantastic few days off. If you've got that, uh, we will speak to you again on the 28th. Thank you so much for listening to the Ned and Josh Christmas cast. Bye-bye. See ya. Hi. All right. Well, now that's over. Let me ask you to please follow Ned and Josh on socials and come back next time.